What it is, ladies and gentlemen, man, we back again for another episode of I Hate the Homies, episode number 57, Rock Teasy's Who I Be. It's the first homie, Griff, and when I think of 57, I think of my homie from Michigan, who went on to be uh, do some great things as a commentator, Dahani Jones. How about that? And I hate the homies. <laughs> Why are you looking up, Rock? Why are you looking around? <laughs> We're going to leave it at that, man. It's, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, girl. It's your boy, Super Dave. But guess what? We damn we don't care. care what say. The Honey Jones, what it do, Pippin? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So this week, of course, we're going to talk about Victor Wimbanyama, number one overall pick of the NBA draft. I like when you say his name, too. Say it again. Wimbanyama. Yeah. Let's go, Wimby. It's going yeah. down, man. Uh, then we're going to get into Chris Paul. He's no longer a Washington Wizard or a Phoenix Sun. He's going to be out there with Steph Curry, the Dubs, Golden State Warriors. And I believe Draymond Green got something to say about Chris of Paul. He's expressing he his thoughts. So we're going to get into that. Also, we got um, Hoochie Khan, uh, Super Dave. Right. This is a place that you probably kind of hang out a lot out there with the Hoochies. <laughs> you got to bring me up in this. You don't only want to know have a wife. I so, Man, I am married. I keep telling you. Look at the ring. Oh, hold on. Yeah, he a VIP member to Hoochie Khan. <laughs> and then, of course, man, rest in peace to the souls that we lost in the missing, uh, uh, the type, the submarine that imploded as they were down there with the Titanic or whatever, man. Sad situation. So we're going to give you our thoughts and opinions and our prayers on that like situation that? as well. Why you look like that? Get to it. Let's get to it, Rock. Yeah, we'll get to it, man. We got. We may. We may talk about Zion Williamson again because he may have messed with the with the wrong woman. He picked the wrong one, dog. She choosing violence, dog. Man, she violence, a lot to dog. get to this week in this episode of I Hate the Homies. Let's go, Ray Dugga. You done messed up, a Rock. Yeah, huh? I've been geeking for this broadcast. Got me in my bag, cause all they do is talk a lot of trash. Wait until I see them face to face off of this podcast. What you gotta say now? Check the facts, don't have a wrong stat. Rock to he a genius as a sport, make Ricky smile, boy. Super Davey Harley come up short on like it's cowboys. Always controversial, grip call up, plays no rehearsal. Got me talking all in circles. I hate the homies. And grip be laughing like it's funny. But they never bet no money. They my mans, but they throw me. Ah, I hate the homies. What'd y'all do over the last between the last episode? Super Dave? You know me. I hang out with the family and I do nothing and it's hot outside. It's too damn hot to do anything, man. Yo, I heard Texas was 106 today, dog. Yes. Dog, 106, but it feels 120. Well, let me tell you, I'm in Atlanta where it's 84, and I call that human being weather. Mm. <laughs> mm. Human being. Rock, what'd you do? Let me guess. You worked at the crib or not? Is it that hot? Did you? <laughs> no, I, I did, but first I caught a virus. Like, I don't know what was going I thought I was might have been food poisoning at first. It just hit me out of nowhere, bro, and I was down for two days. Word. And I had a fever. I had the chills. You know, I was. What I, was it? It had to be. I don't. I still don't know. Food poison because it was coming out of both ends, man. I was. I had diarrhea. I was vomiting. I'm like the whole now. I'm like, gee, I was down for two days. So that third day, I started feeling like myself again. I'm like, shoot, I was out in that Texas heat all day. So, uh, so well, at least you know how I feel every week when you have your sports commentary or sports opinion. That's how I feel. I feel like I get it from both ends. It's going out. <laughs> Hey man, okay. I know that was a little you bit know. too much information, but that's kind of what happens when you get food poisoning. No, so that's food one poison, thing gang, gang. Let me tell you something. You don't want to have food poisoning, ladies and gentlemen. If you ain't had food poisoning, you only yeah. heard people talk about food poisoning, you don't want food poisoning. You be throwing up guts you don't even know you got left. Like you man. can't even throw up no more. You still throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, unlike you. Sick bastards. I was a <laughs> I was at I was performing in Cleveland, right? Um at Silks. Uh Sam Silk is a big uh Cleveland air personality. He got a, a spot out there. 
But on Saturday, a homeboy of mine who I know, we just realized since 98, I performed at the University of Miami of Ohio in 1998, met this dude. We've been close ever since. Well, he owns the biggest uh, auction, car auction in Ohio. He has a couple of them. But Saturday or Sunday, he was like, Grip, we going to this bocce tournament. There's going to be a bunch of people there. You need to come. I don't know what bocce is. I learned what it is very quickly. Bocce is an Italian game that reminds me a lot of cornhole and horseshoe. Uh, you take a little ball that's called the Pauline and you throw that forward. And then the person who threw the Pauline, he throw a regular ball. Whoever get closest to the Pauline, you get the points. That's bocce. If you really want to, if you can't get no points, then you do it like curling. You know, a curling, when they, they put the little thing right in front mm -hmm. of it so nobody can get it's, on them. It's board. called like, a block. A little defensive. Yeah, defensive move. But everybody was there, dog. So it's ran by the Stoops brothers. Uh, Ronnie Stoops is the oldest. Then Bob Stoops, who was there, y'all know him from Oklahoma. He really chumped me off, Dave. I was like, hey, uh, coach, I got a, we got a sports podcast. And one of the guys on the podcast is a diehard Oklahoma fan. He went like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't care. I'm telling you. I, I said, okay. And then his brother, Mark, who is the head coach of Kentucky, yeah. he was hella cool. He was like, I said, oh, man, my family is from Louisville. My wife's family from Louisville. She, he said, we need to take a picture right now. L's down. And I guess that's like the the Texas, the down with the yeah. other teams. So yep. L's down. I never heard it before, but I was like, wow. And then they got a baby brother. That's the head coach of Arizona. Um, they were there. It was some other coaches from – I met a lot of – High school and high school football and basketball coaches are 18, 21 years in the area. So I had a, I had a really good. But here go, here go the Bob Stoop story that I wanted to tell you, dog. Uh, my man said, my man said Bob Stoops is kind of a jerk. I said, yeah, he chumped me off just now, but you know it's all good. Uh, he said, no, nah, last year we came out here, and you know you pay money to come out here, and my man ran up on him and said, hey Bob. My uh, my daughter is a cheerleader for Oklahoma. He looked the dude in the face and said, I don't coach cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> He's straight to the point. Keep it real. Sound business. like Super Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I said he was a jerk, I was like, oh, that's why Super Dave like Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. You could just tell he's a no-nonsense dude. And I met the, uh, Bob Pellini. Uh, former Nebraska coach, he was there too. Yeah. So, a lot okay. of coaches out there. Anyway, Man, let's yeah. cover these stories. I'm McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken, they're true to chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Glad everybody had a good time, man. So, uh, Victor Wimbenyama out of France, number one overall pick of the NBA draft, going to the San Antonio Spurs. I don't know if y'all saw uh, Greg Popovich, head coach of the Spurs. He's got life back in his in his in his in his in his, in his face. Well, like really he's not got, his face because he got the hardest face. He got the worst skin. Look in all the basketball. Man, he this. he was almost checked out the last few years. Yeah, he, that's where he was kind of just going through the motions because, like, yeah. I've been doing this my whole life. I know, you know, his his, his wife passed away a few years ago. Yep. So, but now the old pop is back. Like he, you yeah. can tell he's excited about the, his new his new toy in Victor Wimbanyama. Well, wouldn't you be excited when? When you had the number one pick back in the day when you had David Robinson, you turn around and get the number one pick later on with Tim Duncan, then you end up getting five, not four, five championships. You had a little lay, layoff once those guys retired, but now you get Victor coming in. And I don't know if he's going to change the game. I'm sick and tired of the hype right now because I'm telling you, he has the size. 
But God dog, he got to put some meat on him, man. God dog, he's thin. Dog. Right now, you are going to be slamming on a skeleton. That's what yep. you are. Until he now, as good everything I heard about him, he don't be going to the hole like that anyway. That's what <laughs> I heard. He sweet from the three. He a proper set shooter. And I'm like you. I can't wait till uh, when they get to Vegas and do those summer, the summer games. I want to see him because they talked about him so much because of his impact, because of the hype surrounding him. But again, we know nothing about this guy. He played in we France. Don't we don't know. We don't know what he could do against NBA players, NBA talent. Same thing about Harold Minor. Yes. No. Yeah. No. That was overhyped, baby Jordan. <laughs> that was overhyped. I mean, right. That was, too, that was too much pressure. Yo, that was right. too I'm like, come on. Harold was cold in college, but baby Jordan, like, come on, now, come on. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, did y'all see that? Uh, that they had the little dinner, and it, I mean, I wish I could be a fly on the wall to see David Robinson, Tim Duncan, uh, Ginobili, mm-hmm. Pop, Victor. Who else was there? Was one more? Tony. But Parker. all guys, huh? Tony. Tony, yeah, all of them were there, and they had dinner together. You know they were talking about championships. You talk, I'm telling you, the one thing he has that nobody else had, he has the two big men that can work with him and get him through this game. Oh, let, let me, me tell, tell you something. something. That's that's been the plan since they've been talking about this dude for four months in San Antonio. Look. And 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 Tim Duncan and David Robinson just showing him some techniques, not teaching him like, you know, the, I know you don't want to learn nothing from an old cat, but those two dudes telling me anything and I'm a, I'm an NBA player that played a position. I'm sitting, I'm taking notes. I'm recording it just in case I can't write it down fast enough. Let me tell you something, bro. I get it. We want to tap the brakes because we want to see what's going to happen here. The dude, right. the dude yeah. needs, the dude needs a, a good, 50 pounds added to him and he's going to get that. He's going to get everything that he needs to succeed in this league for a long period of time. I'm curious if he's going to be able to stay healthy because of his size. He's so big, whatever, but if he's able to Victor's going to be a superstar in this league and he's going to be a superstar in this league for a long time. Pop is not going to put this young man in a position to say, Hey, go help us win a championship right now. Oh no, no, no. He's going to, he's going to strategically put together a game plan for this guy with, of course, you got two of the best that ever do it at that position, David and Tim. So, you know, don't, let's not expect him to come in and, and make the all-star team. He may do it, but let's not make, you know, expect him scoring 30, 40 points a game, every game and getting oh, triple man. doubles. Every, listen, let's not put him up there where uh, my man from uh, Denver is. Let's not put, let's not give him, um, where's what's my man's name again? Um, oh, Jokovic. Yeah, let's not let's not get let's not put him up there with the Joker. No, but I got a chance to see this guy play just through video on television and on, on and online and stuff. Right, the dude got game, and he's going to be a superstar in this league. And I can't wait to see him develop. And um, and when he does reach that status, look out, bro. This dude is going to be pretty much unguardable. I think what I saw said, him at the McDonald All Star game. That was pretty much it. But that's against all the best. High school players in the country and everybody going division one and he held his own. And they and I mean I think he was an MVP too. Like he was a whole problem. But you should have saw the picture. I wish we could find that picture of when they they, they all took a picture together, David Robinson, Tim Duncan at that dinner that night. He towered over David Robinson. He, he towered five, over, bro. Yeah. Huh? He, He's he, seven foot five. Oh my God, man. He towered over him with a hat with a helicopter on the top of it, though. <laughs> Seven five with handles and shoot the three, bro. And Come on. They could cover. They could cover ground. If you're shooting a three-pointer if, or, or he, and he's playing defense, he can cover ground. He has they that said he can go get a rebound and block your three at the same time. That's how long his arms is. But he just something. looks like when he's running down the court, he's going to break. You know, like yeah. you see a stick. <laughs> yeah, he gonna put, they're going to put about 50 pounds on that young man. Oh, my yeah. God. That's the only thing. I actually, I was a little excited about uh, the young man from Marietta, from Atlanta, uh, going third. Uh, what was his name? Oh, oh Scoot, Scoot Henderson? Scoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited about him. They 
That so he's the first one that they brought in the G League. He didn't go overseas. He came from high school. He went to the G League. So the NBA's had a chance to develop him, and I think they're going to be leaning in that direction more. You know, just the the more of the um, what would you call that the the minor leagues. Yeah. Uh, minor. They finally building up a uh, building mm-hmm. up some folks who already theirs. But since you already went there with Scoot Henderson going to Portland, now the big question was, and it's on our rundown. What happens with Dame now? I mean, well, and 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 the people in the front office said Dame ain't going nowhere. We're gonna build around him. But at some point, I know Dame wants to win, man. Yeah, you don't he stay alone. You don't. I mean, if it's one of us. If it's me, you, or Rock, and we're in that same position, are you staying in Portland? I know you picked up Scooby Henderson, but what other guys do you have around him? And how long do I have before I have a chance to play? Not win the championship, but at least play in the NBA Finals. Scooter is about to feel how Dame felt when nobody was out there but Dame. Know what I'm saying? Like, look – Look how happy everybody was for Dame when C.J. McCollum came. <laughs> oh, see, I met C.J. McCollum's high school basketball coach for four years. He was like, he always been quiet. He always was going to score. He was very coachable. He's just like a, a, a kid that doesn't come along often. Okay, but the big question to both of you guys, do you make the trade with Dame right now, even though Portland, the front office, saying they're going to keep him? You got Scoot Henderson. Who's sort of, I'm not saying he's in the same category with Dame, because Dame right, is right. right But the bottom line is, would you trade Dame? Because he's a perfect fit, you know where, in Miami right now. Well, now, you got to give up something to get him, but that's a well, perfect yeah. fit. See, here's the deal. A player like Dame, whoever you trade him for, you're going to get a dog. You ain't gonna get Dame from somebody the that's you're not gonna get Rudy Gay, dog. Game. That's what Atlanta got. Rudy Gay. <laughs> you're gonna John get a dog, you're gonna get a dog, plus you're gonna get a couple draft picks, and one of them draft picks gonna be a first rounder. You know, they it ain't like they ain't gonna get nothing in return to team up with Scoop. You know what I'm saying? I would like to see Dame. I would like to see Dame. You trade him or do you keep him? I I mean, if you Portland, you want to keep him forever. But but if your if your start if the face of the franchise is unhappy and y'all been keeping him happy forever, but now see this is this is what happens. And and Dave, you know this as well. At some point, it ain't the money no more. At some point, at some point, I would not like, huh? With the money they're making right now, yes, it's not about money. It's about it's about winning they ring, about championships. Yeah, especially as you get older. Yeah, he's gonna probably he he he's gonna probably get traded or sign with somebody else, get the ring, and then come back but and retire. He can't go to Charlotte or Chicago. Oh, no, no. Or, but he got to be. Won. It got to be Milwaukee Bucks or you know Denver. I'm gonna give you a good example. <laughs> Look at Kobe when Shaq left. He didn't make because Kobe was about to be traded. He wanted to be traded out of LA. I remember. He wanted he wanted them to make moves to put, and that's when they got um Pal Gasol, brought him in, changed that entire team. But he wanted them to make moves because he was about winning championships. Dirt, same thing with Dallas. They had a chance in 2011 when they played Miami, but they put pieces around him, and Dirk was he was really good at that time when they won a championship against Miami and LeBron James and, and uh, two and a half men. To me, Dame should want the same thing. I don't hear it from Dame. I think he wants to stay in Portland, but put the pressure on the front office. he's a loyal dude. He's from That's the fine. Bay. He's from but the put, Bay put Area. He, the Portland done paid him like death row. He a loyal dude, but but I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I mean, you know, after a while, loyalty, I mean, I stayed. <laughs> I, I did everything now, I was supposed to do in my contract. And now put talent around me. So if I do stay here, because I want to stay here, if I want to stay here, put talent around me because right now it should be about winning a championship. Yeah, we got Denver. We got Golden State. We got other teams out there we got to go through. But you got to put guys around me that we're viable to win a championship. Did you mention Golden State? Did you mention Chris Paul third is now with Steph Curry? And Clay Thompson and maybe Draymond Green and the crew. Did you, you mention that Jordan Poole was traded away from Golden State to Washington now? And speaking of Draymond Green, 
we're going to come back and hear what he had to say about, I don't like Chris Paul III. I respect him, but I don't like him. And then we're going to give you our thoughts and opinions on McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't like CP at all. Like, we don't have a good relationship at all, but I respect his hustle and I respect his IQ. He's smart as hell. Right. And, uh, smart. And, and CP was kind of using, like, CP saw stuff coming up. And, you know, once you start to get older in this league, you start to realize, like, okay, this guy is coming. Eventually, he may catch me because I'm going to start to decline at some point. And so I would kind of see CP kind of keeping stuff at bay, but yet fucking giving him a, a stiff arm at the same time. Now, Steph, mm-hmm. you know, Steph mm-hmm. ain't, you know, Steph is Steph. Like, we all love Steph, right? He ain't cut, like, he ain't got the street part to him. And so... He ain't confrontational at all. He ain't yeah, confrontational. exactly. And so for, with me coming from where I come from and the way I grew up, I'm kind of watching, like, yo, he kind of rock with you, Steph, but he kind of don't. He kind of keeping you at bay. And so I, I took it upon myself to try to create <laughs> division there. <laughs> Hey, it's it's Draymond Green, man. Y'all y'all go first. I, y'all tell me what y'all think. You know what? I'm and this was a hard one because I'm on the fence. I know Draymond doesn't like uh, CP3. I don't know exactly what they got him for. I'm talking about bringing him into this basketball team. I know the reason why they did it is because the free of money. Because you just signed Jordan Poole to that big time contract just a year ago. Now you get rid of that contract. Now you get to bring, now you get to try to keep Draymond Green for this basketball team. But I just don't, I don't know where he fits in. He ain't starting. We know that. He's coming off the bench, whatever he does. The only way I can see it helping this basketball team is if he's coming off the bench and he can make Kaminga, who's a young guy who didn't do anything in the playoffs. I don't think he played a game in the playoffs last season. And then Moody, he can bring those guys along because he, what he can do, being that experience, he can set players up. And I think that's what he brings to the table. He will slow the game down because he ain't going to run and gun like like a Golden State. He's too old for that. He's 38, what, 38 now? He'll be yeah, 38 when the season starts. Yeah, so it's about – and he's always injury prone. We saw that over the last three years in the playoffs. It's always I, something that, I feel like them, they keep him. I, I'm, I'm a little – I was dismayed when I saw it. I was like – so you bring in an older dude who ain't going to play many minutes. He's going to be Steph's rest. But I thought that was the whole thing about bringing Jordan Poole in from Michigan, get the young legs in, let the young boy learn from these veterans and, and make him who he could be. Now, Chris Paul's setting his ways. He don't want – now, Draymond just said out loud, I don't like him. But well, you know where it comes from. There goes some problems. There goes some chemistry problems. But you know where that comes from. The battles they've had over the like the last six, seven years. Oh, yeah. And when, the, he, when, when he was with the Clippers. When, with, when, yeah. when Chris Paul's with those teams, he made it clear it's all about beating Golden State, which at the time, yeah. Golden State was the best team. Understandable. Now, a lot of people in the NBA don't like Chris Paul. A lot of people don't. Why? A bad attitude. I'm just telling you what they said. A lot of people don't want yeah, but he has a bad attitude. A lot of people don't like him. That doesn't change the fact that he's with this with this team. I don't see him staying. I see him maybe doing trade deadline, getting rid of him, and because you can't get out of that contract, and you bring somebody else in. But Steve Kerr said they're gonna they're gonna roll the dice with Chris Paul. I don't see it happening, but I ain't the head coach, right? Listen, man, would I take Jordan Poole over Chris Paul as a player right now in Chris Paul's career? Yes. But it's obvious the Draymond Green Jordan Poole situation never got resolved. It, it that punch, that fight, all that that never got resolved. Into that, and to this point, it's still is still not. That's why they had to get rid of Jordan Poole. Like it's like it's either him or me. They chose okay, Jordan Poole, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. So now you are a hot prospect in the NBA. So let's get something. See if we can get something for you. Will Chris Paul work in Golden State? Yes. 
if he plays the role that you just described, Griff. If he comes off, he's okay coming off the bench. He's okay just kind of being that that senior leader on the team, that mentorship, that distributor. He ain't got to take a lot seven of shots. Seven and six, dog. Go sit down. Seven and six. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and, and just be that leader in the locker room, leader on the when he is on the court, when he's on the bench. And you know, if, if he does that and he's okay playing that role, it could work. I can see that work. You got another, you got another head coach on your team. Chris Paul the, the third is a head coach quality type player. He's like a LeBron. You know, he knows how to lead. You know, I, I think it it can work if if he plays if he's okay with those with those roles and those duties. And and let's not make it all about the that Jordan Poole, it was all about the fight, about the punch. I think it was more than that. I think once he got his contract, and we've seen this with guys in NFL and fell off a little bit. He started that, dogging it. He's well, he started spelling himself like I'm a superstar now. He started taking the no, shots. You want a superstar team. Yes, you start taking the shots that Steph is taking because Steph, Steph makes those shots. Jordan Poole was taking those same shots, and it was a critical situation. And he wasn't ready for it. Now he can go to Washington. He get lost out there. It's like a black hole when you're playing for Washington. You ever you hear his name every now and then. Oh, he still plays for Washington. But he'll get his points. He get to play. He get to be, be the main person on that basketball team. But with Golden State, once he got his money, he was a different player. And you saw it even before the Draymond. And Draymond probably punched him because he saw what, what he saw doing, uh, what they were practicing during that time. He saw that George Draymond ain't had to put his hands on that man. Who put his hands on them first? We don't know, do we? No, nah, he was walking past. No, no, they said that we weren't there. No, I'm. You we saw the video. video. The video showed him getting. He that's no, because Draymond, Draymond was sitting around like the devil, dog, just <laughs> instigating and talking crazy, <laughs> and he walked past Pool and Pool pushed him. No, okay, he got in his face. But once you put your hands on anybody, what's going to happen? You better be ready to fight, right? You better be. Okay, he put You better be ready to explain to your kids why you let a man just punch exactly. you in the mouth at the Dave and Busters. And the one thing you better realize after that, one thing you better realize during that fight, anybody come stop that fight? Remember that. Did anybody come on their team stop that fight? It's, it's Steph, it's Clay. And, and we don't Nobody know. We don't know what led. We don't know what led up to that. Like this could have been no. going on, like right. for a, a few practices, you know. Yeah. And that probably was the straw that broke the camel's back, man. Obviously, it was. They they had some tension. You know. I agree. Saying? You're right. That you know what that make more sense because remember the video was taken secretly by somebody who wasn't really supposed to be that, like a janitor or something that was in no, the stands. No, worked, who had no, he was working for them. Whoever did it. It was the video people that worked for Golden State. Okay. They just don't know who it was. They gave it to TMZ, whoever they gave it to, to make some money. But again, yeah, we don't know what happened. But once you put your hands, he pushed Draymond. Once you put your hands on somebody, something's going to happen. Well, Draymond, I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you what's going to happen if you hang out at places that Super Dave hangs out with, like Why Hoochie Con. Where you he hang out? Con. Where he hang out? Hoochie Con. <laughs> No, So we're going to talk about what Hoochie Khan is. We're going to let Dave explain kind of why he hangs out at these kind of places and what comes along with it. And then we'll tell you if this is something that we would go to. All right, let's get into it. I'm going to Jesus Khan. <laughs> all right, Super Dave. Talk to us. Hoochie Khan, baby. <laughs> I mean, what's disturbing is y'all think that I'm actually, I just saw this. As I was going through notes and stuff, and I saw something about Hoochie Khan. First of all, while oh. you're sitting there looking off like a victim, you could run that on your wife, <laughs> sir. We was prepping for the show, talking about what we was going to do. Yep. And Dave said, hey, 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 anybody saw Hoochie Khan? <laughs> he was like, what is Hoochie Khan? He said, you know. Comic-Con, Dragon Con. It's like, it's a convention. We was like, Dave, what did they do at the convention? He just knew all the details. They got pole contests. They, be- they got girls with long. Okay, give me a give me a definition of a hoochie. Because we all we all when we walking in the street hey. and we see somebody, we go, look at that hoochie. Hoochie so- is so 91. Okay, I'm just telling you. Yeah, but I'm, I'm but give me a definition. Even when it was not, I think it's somebody with some long fingernails, 
some okay. high heels, okay. some green hair, and baby hair right here, right here, and right here. All hey, baby hair. You ain't about to get me to answer that question. I plead the fifth. You ain't about to get me to uh, accidentally accidentally describe someone that's not a hoochie. You got all our, our female listeners out there saying, well, wait a minute. You described me, and I know I ain't no hoochie. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me add some more to it. Uh, green <laughs> hair, baby hair everywhere, tattoos on their neck, um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, random dudes' names, tattoos everywhere, like – a hoochie dog, you know, somebody who get paid to do it. <laughs> so, Dave, so Hoochie Con, this is a place where women come and do what? You keep asking. Like, they all gather together and they 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 feel like they're expressing their art of being a hoochie. They feel free to do whatever the things that that um <laughs> that he just gripped. He just can't said. even say with a straight face. <laughs> If you don't stop playing, he gonna say it's a it's an art. They all it's an art. I'm telling yeah. you what, what's this. They come together as one to worship the art form. Yes, it's just it's no different than what we see. And you know, we're big, we're big Marvel and DC fan at Comic Con. Right. It's the same thing. You come together, you dress up, and you're showing your art. You're being free to be who you want to be without all being right, so, It's like so we see, go ahead. Well, like we see somebody it's a bunch, it's a bunch uh, of women, yeah, that that put on all their what hoochie gear, hoochie gear. They have the fingernail hoochie gear. Have, I think a uh, fishnet, fishnet, what high stilettos, what? some shorts that that's way inappropriate. Daisy Dukes. Oh, so so we're gonna make it official. Griff, go ahead and build us a hoochie. All right. So you got you got build a bear, let's, and then you got build a hoochie. You got build a hoochie. So let's. <laughs> Start from the top. What you want to do is get a a horrible wig uh, where you can see the glue. Get you a, a wig Damn, where you girl. can see the glue. Yeah. And since I'm building her, you got to make her hand go like this. <laughs> so that's that's the the face. Right. The face got the face. Had eyebrows, but they took them off and drew some bigger ones on there. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a, a little one of them nose rings that go like that, <laughs> um, and some some outline lipstick. That's the face. Now oh. you move down this hoochie doll, this hoochie, <laughs> this builder hoochie. On the neck, you got sunshine or princess, <laughs> and it's spelled wrong. It's only, it's only one. It's only one S in princess, and no C's. They ain't put no C's. So it's a P P R I N S E S. Okay, now as you move down, you 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 you. She wearing a, a a tank top or what a, a hoochie yeah. mama like to say a woman beater right uh, with no with no bra on yep. and cat paws tattoos yep that go up that. The tank top you see yes, go down on her arm she got her kids Deshaun the <laughs> Travis Calente uh, <laughs> little Pookie. And man, 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 man. is all tattoos. The man, man tattoo is the best one because it's all black. She blacked it out, like like the day you don't put nothing on social media. That was man, man's tattoo. It's just, a, it's just a black. Now the waist is snatched, right? Why? Because it ain't her waist. She been wearing one of them workout belts, right? That, with the with the velcro on it. Right, and then she got a BBL. Now, the best part about the BBLs is it look like a booty with two booties on the side of it, like that. <laughs> she, got, she got four booties, right? And then her legs is real small, and she wearing heels that's about six inches. Yeah, the baby toe don't have no fingernail polish on it because it don't have a nail. <laughs> I give you uh, Bill the Hoochie. 
I mean, that's basically what it is. Oh, and big giant earrings that's this big. You got to have the bamboos. The bamboos. Well, listen up. Okay, for the next two days, they they had a little they, they had a little panel uh, where they just dis- they have uh, discussions moderated by a true by a couple by a few people a dance party. They have uh, black vendors where they uh, where they have chefs like Rochelle Tyler uh, serving up vegan cookies flavors like Hollaback Girl. I like it. Banana I like pudding, it. that's a banana pudding. Uh, and baby cakes, strawberry shortcakes, while Cake Chemistry offers its boozy uh, miniature red velvet cakes with Hennessy in it. <laughs> why are you why are you rolling your eyes? Why are you? I'm just telling you what I'm reading right now. Ladies here. and gentlemen, HoochieCon. HoochieCon. That's all we can say. <laughs> what are we talking about when we come back, dog? That was a lot right there. We need we need to take a trip to HoochieCon. Everybody, where is it? I'm pretty sure it's in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all leave it alone, dog. If, if if it wasn't, I was gonna say right down there, right yeah. there. <laughs> He's treeing something. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we all know what happened with the uh, was it four or five individuals that lost their lives in the submarine that imploded as they were uh, going through uh, uh, the Titanic, going to view the Titanic. So we're gonna we're gonna come back and discuss what what happens when the implosion happens, like the science behind it, because obviously it happens like that. So we'll discuss that coming back. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good. That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-through with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. All right. So we all know, man, uh, the missing Titanic submarine crew was killed after a catastrophe with the uh, an implosion in the submarine. It was missing for a few days. They went to go try to find it, and it imploded. And you guys can help me out with this. I, I, yeah, let me stop you before you get. First of all, when I say submarine, I'm thinking U.S. Navy on the side of it. Right. 141 people with air-conditioned rooms and, and, and barber shops and all kind of other stuff on it. That wasn't a submarine. That was a gutted-out VW van that some people, they couldn't even wear shoes in it. First of all, you got to pick your, I, now I've been bungee jumping, and that was enough for me. I bungee jumped in, 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 uh, where was I? In New Zealand, in Auckland, off a bridge. That was a lot for me. And I I didn't have to pay because I did it with the radio station. But you couldn't have got me. That thing was so small, I wouldn't have paid $250 to get on that thing just to go down by the coral reef, let alone quarter of a million to go. It didn't look technically sound it if, if you know anything about water this is what i saw the other day at eight thousand meters it's the same pressure of an elephant trying to balance itself on a stamp or a human being with 50 boeing airplanes on his head it, it didn't look like it could go deep. Number one, they they need to stop saying submarine because you're making real submarine manufacturers mad. That was a little thing that somebody made that was not clearly not safe. Okay, so I'm glad you cleared that up because when you think of submarine, you think of what you described at first, okay? Crimson Tide. Right, but so do you put everything that's, even though it was smaller, is it a smaller version of a submarine? Because you can have a basketball and you can have a baseball. They're both balls. Does that make sense? So you got the big submarine. Is there a such thing as a little submarine? I mean, I don't know. But but that's the whole thing. 
you got to start when so first of all 8 billion people on the planet the planet is two-thirds water if you can't swim then people always say it's oh it's such a small world it ain't it's a giant planet that's two-thirds water and if you can't swim then you double short do you know that as much as we know about the seas the lakes the rivers and the ocean it's only a combined five percent of what we don't know the other 95 you would stick a tic-tac in the middle of the lake and wonder why you can't get your tic-tac back stop it dog i'm not i'm not i'm remorseful to anybody that died i think about their family that was probably saying why would you go on in a little submarine like i'm i think like that but i'm a realist as well I'm not getting on a roller coaster if the seats look unsafe. Like I'm, that's just me. I'm not. I double check. Every, it's the military in me, probably, but I can't put my shoes on in this thing, sir. I'm not getting in. I'm cool. I'm cool. Well, I want to give the condolences to the families, um, but I guess my big thing was I can't believe I was so intrigued by this story from the first day. Was you for reals? Huh? Was you for reals? Yeah, for real. Since uh, on Father's Day, when when you find out it was missing, and then you see this little carbon fiber sub <laughs> going to the deep depths of the of the water to look for the Titanic, I just don't understand people's fascination. If you're not a scientist, why are we so obsessed with seeing the uh, the Titanic thirteen thousand feet below? Who cares? It I happened. think I can help answer that question. Go ahead. Look what you just answered your own question, bro. This is a ginormous ship that was built that was supposed to be unsinkable. The biggest ship of the time. The biggest ship of that of its time. Yeah. What? That was 1912, right? 1912. Yeah. Hey, that's still a monster. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, we're not downplaying it at all. But, but do so, you want to? Now here's the deal. It's still down there. Now, so that intrigues a lot of people. Now, would you and I, would, would we, us three go down there? Probably not. But probably that, not. Hell no. That, that intrigue that that intrigues a lot of people. I mean, but didn't, see, I want to see this with my own eyes. Some people, some people want to see that thing. But didn't Geraldo already go down there and let everybody see what was in the in the vaults and all that? Talk? <laughs> but I, I mean, what I'm saying is, I understand what you're saying. And I just don't understand because you're going to a grave. And to me, you let those people rest. You let that ship rest. I don't need to see it. I know what you're saying. People are intrigued by that. People are adventurous. I'm not that adventurous. And especially when I saw that carbon fiber Titan that we're talking about that was controlled by what? By a joystick. And by by a button, joystick, dog. Message. One button turned on everything. One button, and they had one toilet, which was a bowl, which was in front. Whoever had they that, said that was seat. the best seat in the whole place. The best seat in the place, and all they do is put a curtain up and turn the music on. So Dang. you're stuck going Dang. down. The the thing was controlled by a controller. You and I know because we gamers. Sometimes your controller break and you Hell go left yes. and it go right when Show you want it to. You press the button and it start going up and down, dog. You so my 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 common sense is is just is I got too much common sense. Even if it could go all the way, I would want to know how many trips have you made? How many trips have you made with somebody my size? Yes. How many? Like I got all the questions. But that's why when you look at the people that were spending $250,000 to go on this adventurous to quarter the, of a million dog. Eccentric people die like that all the time. They want to see the inside of a volcano. They want to see, they want to go where a hot that's air when, balloon never yeah, been before. That's why I want to stay broke like I am because <laughs> when I'm, I guess when you're rich, you get bored and you start going, my money can take me different places. I don't need to go any places. I'm just telling you, I'm fine. Dealing with right. traffic every, well, dealing with traffic every day, that's my adventure. Dealing well, with traffic I'm gonna let, every day. 
I'm gonna let you want to stay broke. I don't, I definitely don't want to stay broke, but I do want to have the opportunity to say, no, I'll pass on that venture right there. That's all you gotta say is I'm cool, <laughs> but I still want the money. Let's go. <laughs> okay, I still want the money, but I can easily say that if uh who was the guy, uh the CEO, if he came to me and he gave he gave that father and son a discount because it was two other people in Las Vegas that he called up that was a father and son. And the son questioned uh, the Titan and wanted to know about certain things. And the CEO didn't care for it, answering those questions because he felt like, hey, this is my product. It's safe. So he went to two other people. He gave them a discount for $150,000 a piece. So you're Let not paying you 250000 You want to do some, some dangerous, cheap games? It's, a, it's two pit bulls that live by my ex-wife's house. And... <laughs> <laughs> they they not fenced <laughs> for real the way and the way i'll be pulling up in the parking lot to get my daughter and tell her hurry up hurry up hurry up hurry up i'll be honking a horn to make the dogs <laughs> but see the, the the biggest part about this is we already know who didn't make it leonardo dicaprio didn't make it and what was the girl name in the movie, she didn't make it either. But we saw Le we saw Leonardo in the uh Django Unchained, right? So he did make it somewhere now. Say, man. <laughs> On that note, uh <laughs> I hate the homies is coming to a close one more again. <laughs> I I would I would like to end with this. It was a it was a a, a lady who was at a restaurant, they say a hot dog stand. Mm -hmm. Some man was very irate and told her, say something else one more time. I'm going to knock you out. Say something else. I'm going to knock you out. And he did. And she called her son to bring in a pistol, and they killed that man. And they was Chicago, Illinois, said no charges will come upon them two people. When you pick violence, you're going to get it back. You got to choose peace. I, I I was arguing with my wife and I was like, when I get home, I'm going to be. And then on the way, I was like, I choose peace. Yeah. I don't. I choose peace. I choose to calm down. I choose to, to look at her perspective. Now, I, I, I know y'all saw the video and y'all talked about it, but this is what I would like to say to the men in America. If y'all don't stop watching people videotape things and let things escalate. You're a man. You can make, if I was there, I'd have been like, hey, 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 big homie, big homie. Let me buy your food, dog. It's all good, baby. Let me get that food for you. He would have lived another day. You understand? So I just, I'm so sick of these men that's watching things be filmed and not saying nothing that is oh it, it's giving me triggers all because of clickbait all because of likes all because oh i can send this to tmz and get me a quick check oh i can like it's that's why they do it griff you know it is what it is social media everybody want to be a social media star nothing wrong with trying to do something and make some and earn some money and i mean monetize. i understand rock but the person who was videotaping that and when and when he said hit me again, he said somebody should say, hey, 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 dog. We don't. Nobody did that. Yeah, not one person. But yeah. that's the world we live in. That's the world we live in. It's a sick world. By everything we've talked about today, even with uh, even with the uh, Titan going down, it's just people don't think. They don't think anymore. I can speak for me using my brain. You can too. Rock can. But a lot of people don't use their brain. And it's getting worse and it's getting worse every single day. And the bad part is it's happening with the young adults. Mm -hmm. So that's your future. It ain't going to get better. Speak, speaking of future, Zion Williamson, uh, porno star girl, is also choosing violence and put Zion on the side. <laughs> that need to, hold on, that need to be my new addition to my builder hoochie. <laughs> you got to put Zion on the <laughs> I was thinking that. I was thinking that. Boy, she cold-blooded. She threatened the NBA. She ain't threatened Zion. She threatened the NBA to trade him out of New Orleans because he don't belong there. 
I'm like, golly. And if you don't do it, I'm going to put out a six-page. Hey. <laughs> Man. I know. He like, I picked the wrong shit. He's 22. You know, these be the things that change your future, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, you, know, he, you know, right now as a 22-year-old, he done said this to himself. I ain't messing with no porno chick. Never again, though. But you know what so he should be saying to himself? Nope. You know what he should be saying to himself? Let me get my fat ass back out on the court and play basketball. <laughs> and none of this stuff would be happening right now. Because my focus, would be, my focus would be I want to be the best player in the NBA. Right? Zion, dog. On her face. Now, now that person is going to be a part of his life for a long time. And that's hey, why she's on her face. This, so, this is what it, so this is what that mentorship was all about when everybody was telling me not to get caught up when I become an NBA player. Now I get it. <laughs> yes. But the sad part is, Rock, he, this ain't, he ain't the first and he won't be the last. We've well, seen this. Well, he We've the first. This, this, is, this is the problem. He the first for someone taking it this far. Yeah. Uh, he is the first. Yeah. Put that name on the face. Ain't nothing else we can say, man. Right. Episode 57. <laughs> we out. I hate the homies. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe, download, continue the likes, man. Keep them coming. Check us out on YouTube as well. Rock Teasy's who I be. It's your boy Griff, the first homie, and I choose peace, but I hate the homies. It's your boy Super Dave. Y'all still answer my question. Leonardo oh. DiCaprio. He went from first of all, like, first of all, fool. His name is Leonardo. Okay. That's Why you keep saying Leonardo? <laughs> Leonardo was one of the, the boy's name on my builder who <laughs> Leonardo with an accent over the Arno. <laughs> Deuces. Guess <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't care. Ah, I hate the homies. <laughs>